Coming at you from Scratch Wolf Studio. It's that time again to rage across the internet. Your very favorite Werewolf the Apocalypse podcast. I'm your host, Porter. To my left, we've got Daniel Tyson. Hey, everybody. And to my right, Tommy Dixon. It's still weird that's to your right. I know. We, 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 we changed positions. Yeah. And equipment. Yes. By the way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're supposed to sound like. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Our uh, our backers already have this information. Yeah, they got a little uh, advanced copy of this uh, this new sound with the last postmortem. Correct. But before we talk about the postmortem, we should talk about something else because I kind of feel bad making him sit here quietly. Oh. <laughs> we are hey. joined today once again <laughs> by our friend C. Grant Rose. Grant, how's it going? Hey, how you doing? Doing pretty good, man. How are you? I'm having another day, you know. Always excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming back. Yeah, I kind of believe that, actually. It's always a good time with us. He, he keeps showing up, and he knows that. I know it's not for the crappy steak knives. I mean, you know, it's number nine. I'm trying to get that damn toaster. I expect it in the mail. You know, as long as, you know, there's, there's, I mean, the hoops. You could disqualify yourself. I don't get cocky at the end of the run here. Ooh. <laughs> I get yeah, see, one actually no... out of you, and that shit's over. Oh. <laughs> actually. Oh. I mean, don't feel threatened. Don't be threatened by my knowledge of lore. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's where we're going. Got it. This guy's going to go off on a tangent about spooky ghosts or wizards or shit like that. And uh, I see how it is. <laughs> All I see is cookie wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Good to have you to back, be, Grant. <laughs> to be fair, I haven't brought up Mage in any of the times I've been here on the podcast. So, No, that's true. But but the rules extend to Discord usage. <laughs> 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 and that's where you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get you in studio for a change. It'll be great. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Get you on a good mic. Right? I know, right? <laughs> we say that today. Mm-hmm. Of course <laughs> we do. The Paul's on us saying that last week, though, right? Right. <laughs> Oof. So. <laughs> what are we here for? Today we are here to talk about the mockery breeds. What are those? <sighs> Oh, because of the show. Yeah, it's a oh, show. What right. are those? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, explain a thing. Oh, boy. I love the dead air, and I hope that stays in there. Yeah, this is good. Oh, boy. It's like a, a solid two seconds of like, what the fuck did he just say? Yeah, yeah like, are you kidding me, Tom? <laughs> Not like, doing a show here or anything. Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> That's the beauty of those. We forget sometimes. You're just, you're just hanging out. Um, I know I drank last night, but come on. <laughs> We're not even chilling anything. No. Just... <laughs> All right. We didn't even talk about the fact that, hey, we got an awesome Discord. You can get through our forums on our website, which is RageCrossTheInternet.com. Dot com. Dot com. And, yay, yeah, hey, look nice. at that. We didn't say anything about our store. Which is also on the website, so there you go. There, look at that. Okay. And we're done. <laughs> Boom, look at that. Efficient. <laughs> Likes, five stars, you know, yep. do the stuff. Five stars, ten stars, twelve stars. Tell everybody. Review, shares, and likes. Done. Again. So the mockery breeds. <laughs> Fucking efficiency. Yes. <laughs> uh, the mockery breeds are shifters, uh, lab-grown shifters made by Pentax. Um, and we're going to be a little more specific about it. Um, you know, now and then you just got to assume that things go right for Pentax. <laughs> I mean, they're around for a reason, right? So Neurodynamic Laboratories, you know, NDL is a Pentex front that was established uh, for the primary purpose of uh, conducting corporate raids 
against uh, DNA, you know, developmental neogenetics amalgamated. Right. You know, those are the guys that think that uh, being a Garu is, is a genetic disease called GLS. <laughs> a lot of... There's a lot, a lot of letters. Of, yeah. Well, yeah, there's a lot soup. of letters here. Alphabet soup, nice. So yeah, NDL, Pentex thing, stealing stuff from DNA. DNA's not going to be mentioned again, probably. <laughs> but the point is, is they're stealing their stuff, you know, stealing research, seeing if they can make anything of it. Um, so NDL used to be under Project Iliad, which is, you know, the Fomora create a division. This is like Build-A-Bear Fomora. Yeah, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. And um, so it was under the code name Project, uh, Project uh, Lyceon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, the, the purpose of Project Lyceon was to create designer shifting breeds in a lab loyal to Pentex. Worm, yeah, worm-aligned changing breeds. Well, I mean, let's be clear. Pentex-aligned. Okay, fair. Gaia is not the wild. Pentex is not the worm. Right. No, I know why you say it that way. Right. Yeah. You know, we, the board doesn't give a shit if you know uh-huh. loyalty to Pentex first. Still, I hear designer, and I'm like, oh, they must be in heels and in coach purses or something. All of them are actually. It's weird. <laughs> oh, wow. They code that into the DNA so they don't have to put the shoes on them. <laughs> they just grow them. Yeah. Like instead of hooves, it's heels. Oh, <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, old boy's right. That's a lie. Um, <laughs> so, like, designer Macaulay boots. I mean, and that bags. can happen anyway. <laughs> yeah, that could happen. I kind of actually, actually already kinda does. like that. See these gator skin boots here, right? I shove my foot so far up your ass, and to show your inside some style. Look at this guy. Wow. <laughs> Where did that come from? Wow. Uh, that was the best thing you've ever said. <laughs> that was. He didn't get it. Okay. Himself. Yeah, yeah, okay. I believe that was. Uh, stole it. All right. That I believe makes that sense. was Charlie Murphy from Chappelle's show. It's you. Yeah. That See, makes sense. All, okay. I, all of a sudden. This, okay. <laughs> The stars align yep. and the clouds separate, and we see what really happened. I here. was going to say a broken clock's right twice a day, but apparently, <laughs> I was going to give you props and be like, "You need to start your new line called Moochie." And so you know. <laughs> <laughs> call it Moochie. This shit was so funny. <laughs> Mocha okay. Gucci, you know, you gotta make no, no, good. no, no, that's oh, good. I like that. Like the poor Mantel is great. <laughs> but so anyway, yeah, you know, these are loyal to Pentax is the idea, um, and able to. Uh, you know, more more uh, cooperative, more palatable than the spirals, because at the end of the day, you don't control the spirals. Right. You know, um, so it was a part science and wormish magic um, to create these things. And, uh, you know, before we start with the mockery breeds proper, you know, as we mentioned that NDL started Project Iliad. And so before we get to those, I think we go to the first... I guess you would say it's the proto mockery breed. Yeah, it's kind of the, the reason the whole thing started. Yeah, it kind of kind of kicked it all off because it's not technically a mockery breed. This is designer from Ori, but this is kind of where it all began, Tom. So I'm starting off with freak feet. You are starting off with freak feet. Freak feet. These grotesque little toad monkeys. Toad yeah. monkeys. Toad monkeys <laughs> is how they called that in the book. I like that. They were among the earliest of the designer from Ore. 
They were initially created by the Magadan subsidiary Panacea. Panacea. Panacea, thank you. In the late 1970s. So they were they were intended to be an easily controlled, cheaply produced, self-replicating fomori breed and to thrive in the abandoned nooks and crannies of the urban wasteland. Just those few sentences alone. <laughs> self-replicating, thriving. Well, they're trying to make something they don't really have to put, you know, they're just going to do what they want them to do and they'll replicate and just expand and, and I get it. fuck everything over. <laughs> But it already sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> you know, so when I think about the the freak feet, and like I hear that description, I instantly think of the fucking the jumping humpers from Castlevania. I'm trying to picture this. <laughs> the little fucking hunchback guys. Oh, I was about to say I can't remember them, but now I do. Yeah, yeah. little hunchback guys. I've known like three separate groups things. of people who exclusively called them jumping humpers. I just thought it was one of those floors lava kind of things. Mm. <laughs> I called them the Igor fleas. Oh, yep. that's a good See, one. Yep. <laughs> they, they literally jump like a flea. Yeah, they do. Like they, that's they, how they moved. They jump, and the sprite looked like they were kind of like humping the air, so they're jumping humpers. I mean, I believe you. I'm not saying anything against this. It's just, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so, go ahead. <laughs> so, they, obviously, they were, uh, they go to the nooks and crannies. They particularly use uh, sewers and storm drains, which many bonars of the time used as supply catches and bolt holes. However, a spate of attacks on Panacea facilities allowed a number of unindoctrinated freak feet to escape, thus resulting in these urban nightmares reproducing in the wild outside of Pentex control. Which, it, which is kind of great, right? Yeah, that, and that's, that's what my point was saying. Like, they're already self-replicating, they're already... Well, they were doing it under Pentec supervision until yeah, that that wasn't going to last long. I could see them like this little like little swamp, or there's like a little colony of these things jumping around, fucking humping, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, just breeding and swarming. Oh boy, is right. So despite, uh, yeah, geez, I'm just going to keep moving on. Uh, Despite their variable appearances, all free feet are genetically identical from a fusion of human and amphibian DNA with a a hrugling, is that how you say that? Hrugling bane? I believe that's correct. It's H hyphen R. Right. English is hard. That's not English. It's bane and ease. Bane and ease. All right. Uh, Freak feet are... Hrongling. Hrongling, sure. (laughs) Uh, freak feet are dull-witted and cowardly, but vicious creatures, experts at creeping, slinking, and abducting targets from within their own homes. So now these guys also, they have their own language. Their deep-throated chittering are only comprehensive to other freak feet or hrugglings. Like, think swamp noises, like when you're out in a swamp and you just hear all the, 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 uh, ribbit, the, the ribbits. And... Just because I don't hang out in a lot of swamps. Or yeah. Or you, you gotta help me out here, Tom. You never gone camping? And you just hear. You know who life. that is, right? You, you know you that you know, you know who Porter is, right? I did go camping once. Why? Um, Do you ever put on those uh, ambient noises where you get the crickets and stuff in the background? I put on Metallica once. You're just a prick. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going out of my way to give him a heart. I know it's funny. It's fun. I'm gonna throw this can at you. It's empty. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Have, have you not put on noise. any kind of ambient no, I, 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 noise? I know what you're okay. talking about. It's just more fun to fuck with you. Yeah, you're a dick. 
You know what? I think our audience enjoys this more too anyway. Fine. Yeah. Mess with the hellover guy. Well. <laughs> you get for drinking every night before podcast recording. To be I, fair, he does drink on Saturday, which is the day of the week to drink. Thank you, Grant, for having my back. <laughs> I drink Fridays. You you don't you drink. drink milk on Friday. <laughs> well, I drink every day, just like water and lemonade. Lemon. I love lemonade. Could, could there be a more wholesome bullshit Jimmy Olsen answer than the lemonade? <laughs> Tell me there's at least Some vodka in that lemonade. <laughs> Once in a while. Some of us are grown up with grown up responsibilities and we need to drown our sorrows in alcohol. Thank you very much. Right. I'm shaking my head. Yes, you can't see it, but I'm shaking my head. Yes, <laughs> you're not drinking to escape the pain. You are not old enough yet. <laughs> All right. So appearance on these guys. <laughs> we're just we're just going ago. going right back into this. Their That's appearance. So they are generally human in outline form from the waist up, although with weirdly elongated arms. Their eyes are enormous, popping out of heads. Their heads bulging up from wide, powerful shoulders. But again, they're all genetically uh, what the word to use the, the same. same. Yeah. So they look like 70 of these this, guys. This appearance gets exactly worse. Well, I know it gets worse. <laughs> Streak feet have no necks. What the fuck? <laughs> and their legs are actually really tiny from six inches to one foot in length, like T-Rex. <laughs> so they look like any other like you know, a backwards T-Rex. NFL player. They look like a linebacker in NFL. Just saying. You just well, see one of these but, guys. But I mean, they had really long arms, so it's like they're backwards T-Rex. No, yeah. It's really <laughs> weird. They have roughly the, the silhouette of a doorstop. And, and they actually have uh, enormous, they have enormous feet with long prehensile toes. So really small legs, big feet. Yeah, how does that work, right? Because their legs are max a foot long in the feet also. I, dude, I can't with even no picture neck. these things. They're just So like the shoulders are right next to the ears. You just fold them up in a suitcase. You just big arms coming out of them. <laughs> and there's like. 12 of them because they all look exactly the same. And see, I'm picturing this and the arms are like super buff. Like oh, they of know course. exactly where the beach is at all times. Like a trogdor yeah. arm. Yes, exactly like a yep. trogdor exactly arm. Exactly like a trogdor arm. Now that I'm thinking about it, you know, if you all remember the Max from MTV back when MTV was cool in the 80s, 90s, that's what I imagine one of the freak feet to look like. Just to short the Max. See, I think like a, like a buffer is from the Max. I fucking love the Max. That's a great series. I know you've told me about it before. I I never got around to it. Everyone out there, get the comic if you find it. Find a collection of the comic. Buy it. It didn't run very long. It's fine. <laughs> like, you're not breaking the bank, I'm saying. You know, it, it didn't run 100 issues. Fair. Leave it to me to, to you know reference some obscure show and comic that no one remembers. Uh, I'm too young for it. I'm going to so. say, welcome yeah. to the show. Right. <laughs> you do realize this is your ninth appearance, yes? Mm-hmm. So there's still more. Uh, their skin is waxy and rubbery beneath a glistening layer of slime. And they all come in a wide array of colors, because why not? Nothing says identical, like different colors. I was going to say. And of which they are inordinately proud of. Their so they're colors. all identical I mean, except for the coloring? Sure. I mean, think of the tree frogs in the Amazon. They're all different colors. Like, like, this is one of those don't think about it too hard things, but it's also one of those things where... If you think about it too hard, you start having an aneurysm. Well, probably that too. But, yeah, but also where the, the, the contradictions come in. Like, if they're genetically identical, how are they all different? That's why I'm like, what the hell? There is no Garu gene, except for DNA discovered the gene for GLS, which is the thing that lets the werewolves be werewolves. 
Oh, we're going that way. All I mean, right. I'm just saying, these things pop up every now and then. You got to make a judgment call. He said pop up. I mean, technically, plants do the same type of thing all the time. And I didn't use the word actually, so you can't give me shit. <laughs> 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 Loophole. He said nice. technically. <laughs> so but, Fancy uh, word for actually. <laughs> <laughs> the actually is it's in spirit, actually, not the use of the word itself. <laughs> But you propagate plants that way, you know, so that's how I really look at them. Um, and then, you know, they're going to use those different colors as they're, they're peacock. You got to let them fly or squawk in the in the swamp there. I could see that. Yeah, I'm just saying if they're all identical, then then they're not identical, which is it doesn't mean it's their, their DNA is identical. It doesn't mean um, whatever. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah, see. Yeah, this is the least important part of all of this. <laughs> it really of is, and we're grabbing onto it way too hard. Yeah. Uh, I only got a little bit left here. It's uh, all... <laughs> Poor guy. I know, right? <laughs> so now that they've obviously been breeding outside of Pentex, so all Freak Feet hives, they have a quote-unquote queen, which is at least three times larger than a normal famor of the breed. Which doesn't make sense if they're all identical. <laughs> I was going to let it go. I you, know what? you know what? I'm done here. That was the last bit I had. <laughs> I mean, you didn't so create them. It's not on you. Well, they're the first one, one of the first ones. So. Right. It's it's like the proto-mockery breed right. at that point. Yeah, it was yeah, the I mean, reason that let's create mockery breeds because this was a complete disaster. Well, and that complete disaster, maybe not complete, but disaster seems to be a theme here. <laughs> well, it's Pentex. Oh, I mean, Pentex does a good job, but it, it is important they, to mention. They get better. It's yeah. just, this is a first one. They just kind of threw everything at it. Right. And they're like, hey, look what happened. Maybe they, they tried to do a, a Jurassic Park and you know, amphibian DNA with human. <laughs> yeah, it's um, I mean, it is. It's worth noting that NDL, um, you know, they, they've realized their goals, but none of them. I mean, none of them has been abject failures, but none of them have been massive successes. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Like there's kind of an exception to that. We'll get to it, but um, yeah, I mean that's that's the beginning. You know, that was the one that kicked them all off. But I kind of like the idea. Yeah. Um, did, did they talk about? I don't remember. I honestly don't. The, the relative intelligence of these things. I didn't write anything down. Yeah, right. Grant. <laughs> so I mean, they, they were they were slightly intelligent, uh, especially the uh, the queens. The queens had you know probably the rough intelligence of a ch- small child, if I remember correctly. Um, you, they, they do have a lot of addition changes because these guys were originally envisioned, I think, in second, maybe even first edition werewolves. Um, so I know for a fact they were in the first uh, first book of the worm. So they, they've went over some changes throughout the different editions and different versions. Like uh, in the earlier editions, they went into like their the reproductive cycle, which was very uh, very forceful and borderline, you know. Uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for here, but it is really almost over the top. You know, it's kind of the nineties cringe to see how far we can push the envelope. Um, and they've kind of stepped back from that in 20th edition, still really grotesque and, and really horrendous how they, how they reproduce. Um, Cause it, they basically capture people and force them to be uh, incubators for future generations of freak feet. Um, so, and they also give them that it's, you know, the standard spectrum of femoral powers. Some can be venomous. Some can have a rat head. Some can be this, that, and the other. So I think while they really did hone in on the whole, the DNA is the same, they let it be variant in the spiritual aspect of them having a different impact on them. Well, really, I think they just should have edited that sentence out, and then we wouldn't be picking on it. That's that's (laughs) true. (laughs) 
But no, it's something I like about the the freak feet. The idea is, you know, they were this abject failure and that there's some just in the wild now. And because they can breed, they are just in the wild now. It just they're there. So you can run stories, you know, like Monster of the Week type shit if you want to, you know, where like there's just some freak feet in this fucking like in these, these caves or in the sewers near in suburbia. Right, go deal with that. Yeah. And people are just fucking like this is in the paper tomorrow. This family went missing. That's nuts. You this know? family and, is now freak feet. Right. And you can just deal with that and do like, you know, and then they, they, they get the kind of xenomorph thing with the breeding. So you can kind of explore that, you know, down the sewers and all this fucking gunk and, you know, shitty slime webs. <laughs> and like, it's just kind of a neat thing you can play with, I think. I think, yeah, we'll get there because there's more. But oh, yeah. Well, there's a lot more, but I'm just talking freak feet at that point. Just talking freak feet, man. Yeah. Come on. Some of the freak feet. Ain't your feet freaky? <laughs> they, theirs are. <laughs> yeah, they are. So moving to that, though, um, we have uh, Project uh, Lycian's first successful project. That's a sentence. It was the lab was in the projects, too. So oh, the oh. <laughs> the three P's. No. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> nice. Well played, sir. <laughs> Nicely done. There's a bonus one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is the war wolves and um you know they they took genetic material from several captured garu as well as copious amounts of acquired dna copious acquired. amounts i like i like copious amounts yeah that's a good word yeah um so the pentex scientists managed they create this these custom built kind of garu yeah they're they're not really spiritually aligned yeah, there's. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of things with them. Um, you know, you know, they uh, they work. They don't have like a higher intelligence though, and they don't have anything resembling morals or higher understanding. You know, they do have a, a deep inborn hunger for the flesh of Garu. Yeah, yeah. Now, as an added bonus, they're they're trying to uh, they try to keep these things away from black spirals and spiral kin. Oh, I don't Which, understand why. Right, you know, because hey, let's rock that boat. Accidents happen. But yeah, they, they go to great lengths to steer away from antagonizing the spirals that they're looking to replace on the slide. <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't they have an issue with the spiral flash? It's Garu. I know, but it's tainted. It's Garu. Yeah. They don't care. Their 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 intelligence is so low that what do they care if it's Gaian or worm tainted? Yeah. And do they even understand those concepts? Probably they not. Just, Crave the flesh of Garu. Um, you know, they do have the delirium. You know, they've got the regeneration and they have their shape shifting. But the, the thing is about their shifting, they're only capable of one transformation. They have lupus, they have crinos. That's it. Mm. Okay. It makes a little bit more sense. I was worried if there was going to be like a Hamid. Like, who would fucking trust that human, quote unquote, human, human. With, with their three year old intelligence? Uh, right. Yeah, I mean, they and then this the thing is they appear they appear emaciated, drooling wolves with ragged pelts and crinos. Um, they smell rank and they reek of the worm uh, to spiritual senses. But the smell is enough like a wolf that they can get in close to wolf kin. Mm. Oh, okay. So this was kind of on purpose then. I, I don't know if it was on purpose, but it was a happy accident. Probably that. <laughs> you know this. I mean, this was the first success. Um, you know, it was NDL's first answer to the Garu. And, um, you know, because like they, they are constantly hungry until they encounter Kin or Garu. Other meat nourishes them, but it doesn't satisfy them. 
You know, so it's like Chinese food. <laughs> it's like you ate something, but you totally didn't eat. You're, you are absolutely still hungry. That's not real food. Just MSG. Wow. Tell me I'm wrong. I love Chinese food, but yeah, I'm always still hungry. <laughs> it's like eating sushi. Yeah, sushi's great. What'd you have? Nothing. Might as well have been cotton. I am not satisfied. That's why you get MSG sushi. is a gift from the gods. Just saying. <laughs> MSG is fantastic. <laughs> That's why I always get sushi and a meal. There's big, a place nearby over here. that does burgers and sushi. That's scary. A little bit. Like, yeah. it's amazing, but suspect. It's very, very suspect. Much like werewolves. <laughs> hey, look at that. <laughs> um, now, now their, sh- their shape-shifting is semi-mystical in nature, but they are not half-spirit. So, yeah, it makes sense, because how are you supposed to do that? Well, yeah, I mean, they're a whole fucking box of uh, contradictions, because like they, they can't use gifts, they don't have gnosis, they can't step sideways, they share the weakness to silver. Mm. Hmm. I wonder how they pull Because why the fuck not? I mean, and that's a good enough answer for me, but it's, you know, it's just a hodgepodge of what the fuck with these guys. It's like that's, freak feet. So it's just, this a is a bit. trend right now. Right. I mean, it's I mean, kind of with all the, the different mockery breeds, but yeah, it's, it's weird how they would get the vulnerability to silver. You know, they're, they're taking the quote unquote DNA from DNA. <laughs> Or, you know, like some scrapings from a battle in the Amazon. That, that, yeah. that can happen too, sure. You know, hey, we got half of this dude's head. Put it in a baggie. Send it back to the lab. <laughs> I'm sure we can come up with something right. from there. So the way that I would imagine that they would have done it is that they would have sent in some uh, second team, you know, not trademarked, from Pentex to go in and collect the... Uh, <laughs> That the after effects of, of a particular battle with Guru, you know, not only just the, the different blood and fur around it and a battle, but maybe, you know, we don't really talk about it, but werewolves have to poop too. And there's DNA and scat. Maybe they could have grabbed a bunch of scat. Gross. I know, right? Think about that though. No, <laughs> I'm just team. thinking about the second team walking around with doggy bags. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was thinking Kroger bags or whatever. You know, oh, like something from well, the last trip to the grocery oh, store. God. But um, <laughs> but could you? Because, big here's wolf. The, because here's the thing: you're not going to take a dump in Krinos. And yet, this is the thing we're talking about. Now. Okay, thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just the Jurassic Park thing with the big pile of dung. Right, it's, yeah. But like, you're you're, you're going to do that in, in probably in your breed form, or I think maybe you just do it in lupus. Well, if you're in the woods, it just seems like a lot yeah. easier that way. Yeah. Less, less logistics. Yeah. But so like, can you imagine you get this, this Pentex team rooting through the jungle or whatever, or the, like the, the urban sprawl, you know, where they knew there were some Garu and it's like you, you, uh, you know, Jones, come over here. That feces. Is that, uh, does that taste like Garu to you? Oh. <laughs> oh. Is that regular dog or Garu? Give that a taste. Tell us which. It's a bit nutty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! You went there. Well, how else are you gonna? I tell? know I did. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, the war yeah, this is Grant's yeah. fault. Yeah, you know we're gonna run with that. <laughs> the werewolves, if they have that hunger for Garu, then they'll they'll smell it out, right? That you know that that yeah. makes just enough. That's sense. just, just enough, enough sense. sense. Yeah, that's all. That's what I was going for. It's just just enough. enough. <laughs> Should we move on from the dung? <laughs> from the dung, absolutely. I mean, I, I think. Maybe unless anyone else has anything to cap off the werewolves, I think a great use for them would be maybe even in an urban, like a more canyon, like less, 
you know, urban setting with, um, you know, mystery there, you know, because, you know, maybe one gets loose or it's sent intentionally to lure other Garu in. But, you know, you get reports of there's a Garu out here attacking Kin. What the fuck's this guy's problem? You know, and you don't have enough intel to know. Exactly. Or you don't, or you just don't know. Because again, your characters do not have access to the fucking book. Oh, no, that's a war wolf. We're not going there. Yeah, so you think it's just another Garu, but he's lost his damn mind. Right. So let's get to the bottom of it. Let's stop this guy. Who is this fucking guy? Everyone in the sub's accounted for. So who is this fucking random wanderer? Is this, is maybe this, it's uh, someone's first change and they're just flipping out. Right. Yeah. So let's go to help. And all of a sudden, boom, either it's a trap or it's something we didn't expect, but either way, Hey, there's yeah, a story. That's for That's a you. good story seed. And to cap off possible story seeds, um, I always look at the mocker breeds in two different ways. Um, one, if they are, if it's possible for them to be redeemed to, you know, become uh, serviceable for guys purposes, uh, and whether or not they could be integrated into other splats, i.e., you know, made into an abomination by by the random kindred, because abominations, as y'all are more than aware of, are one of those things that I, I find glee and happiness from because of how odd and uh, outside of the meta lore and meta canon that they happen to be. And uh, it seems to very be a galvanizing subject, and I just you know like pushing people's buttons from time to time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the one war particular wolves, person at this table. <laughs> yeah. okay. So the werewolves, I, I don't really see them uh, as having any type of real capability of being redeemed to uh, enter service of Gaia. Um, they're just not smart enough. They don't have enough uh, spiritual flexibility for that type of purpose. However, because they don't have that spiritual alignment, I think that they could be easily be uh, embraced by you know a uh, enterprising Nosferatu or other kindred, especially one that would be working for Pentex, maybe the one on the board of directors, you know, per se. And uh, they'd pretty much just be a, a big animal type of uh, kindred. And like I could see them being in like a pet, always in blood frenzy, though, always wanting to eat you. No, I'm just picturing well, I mean, somebody at a, wolves anyway. Somebody picturing somebody mm-hmm. at a throne just petting his pet. Wolfula. Wolfula. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I know. I get what Bark he's saying. <laughs> Bark I get what he's saying because of the low intelligence. Mm-hmm. And lack of spirituality. They, they don't have guys' protection. <laughs> we just made a Scooby-Doo joke. Oh, boy. All right. Roro, master. I want a Roro snack. <laughs> Raw. <laughs> oh boy! I'm not. I'm not sorry. No, of course not. Though I question what that that Scooby Doo plus Dracula voice combined came out as. Just enough sense. You're welcome, Grant. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I needed that in life. Yeah, so what's next? We got Danny. The Anurana, the were frogs. But we, we, but we just said freak feet. Right. It was like the, the next step. Oh. Right. Let's take two. Try again. They're like the uh, the redo of the, the fucked up project of the Freak Feet and taking the somewhat success of the Warwolves. You know, the uh, results of the mixing technologies of the Warwolves and the improved techniques of Freak Feet. So like Freak Feet 2.0. I mean, frogs. So, yeah. But they were like they were also like a counterbalance to the Rokea. Do tell. <laughs> it's just disappointment in your face right now. 
Yes, we're going to send frogs after they're okay. That's right. That'll do. Well, it's the natural enemy. Right. Frogs are. Yeah. Frogs and sharks. Yep. You know, exactly. It's like clowns and turtles. So the Anurana were like deployed in sewers to flush out Bonar packs and patrol heavily polluted waters around Pentex factories. I mean, I can see. I mean, okay. I just <laughs> throw frogs at the sharks. So here. <laughs> Here's the thing. This is why these. This is why these guys are so interesting. So there's a couple of reasons. One, even though Pentex developed them to kind of be this, you know, weird antagonist for the Rokea, what's end up happening is that they've end up making the balefire sharks uh, in those polluted areas kind of like their buddy, like their big brother. So it's had the opposite effect and impact of what the Pentex wanted. They're like, hey, we want you to fight the sharks and. And Rana's like, no, they just look cool. They're going to be my buddy. Fuck you, Pentex. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, kind of. I mean, they, they proved to be uh, uncontrollable. So mm-hmm. like the Anurana, there was a, the first set of the test subjects were sent out to investigate the Rokea, but they never returned. Now they just live and breed out in the polluted waters of Pentex right. facilities. And they can shift sideways. Right. So if they're submerged in polluted water, they can shift sideways. Only, yeah, only in polluted waters can they uh, step sideways. Hmm. So, but because of that, they will also, they're, they're very protective of those areas. They will attack anyone who try and cleanse any tainted areas of their home. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Right. <laughs> it's so it's like the one thing weird. that makes sense on them right now. <laughs> I mean. So if you was going to use them in a game to try to go down this chronicle-wide objective of maybe redeeming a couple of them, the first real step would be to get one of the frog spirits to take them under their hippity-hoppity leg, you know, so to speak, and uh, be their... Yeah, I mean, frogs still jump. They do still hippity-hoppity. They just bounce. bounce. That's for Easter, That's Easter. Come on now. (laughs) Anyway, regardless. Foreshadowing. (laughs) The... uh, If they happen to find one random frog species to be their tribal totem, that maybe they could get away from only being able to shift in polluted water. You know, it's feasible that possibly a couple of them could uh, start working for Gaia. Mm. <laughs> uh, unlikely. It's a stretch. So that's a you that's know. a big stretch. <laughs> I, I, I feel like a victory that we got him to admit that. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a chronicle long objective for a couple. You know. I could see, I could see at the end of a chronicle them redeeming one or two frogs, not the breed as a whole, but one or two, maybe. You know, give them a little bit of a hand out there. All right, I just want to go that far. <laughs> Throw them a bone. I mean, maybe so the werewolves. <laughs> oh boy, fair. And then the other aspect of them is that they're not a, they're not truly a complete, um, like fairer breed, right? So they don't really have kinfolk, so they can't really, um, they they have to breed with themselves and become metas uh, unless they are created by Pentex to be in homed form. They don't have an actual frog form. And that would be a really big hurdle for redeeming them for Gaia is that you'd have to figure out a way that they can produce with their natural beast form to really, you know, bridge that gap and make them a complete changing breed. Wait, so Danny, they don't have a standard frog form? No. There's either Hamid, the Anuran, which is, you know, their version of Glabro, or there's Dagon, which is Krinos equivalent. Hmm. No lupus form. That's it. That, that, that is that's weird. That's weird. Yeah. But again, unless it was created. And then that's a thing they can do. Yes. 
weird. No, I mean they're all they're all metas unless they're created, then they're homemade. Yeah, that's what that's what I was trying to say. And none of them can shift into just frog forms. Yeah, fucking weird, huh? Then like, are they really wear frogs at that point? Hey. Just wear fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like if they so, don't have so a frog form, they're, they're they, wear swamp man. Talk about fucked up, man. They're you know, wide set of eyes, brood, thin lips, elongated fingers. Uh, no more body or facial hair. Stop that, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, both of you. Fucking weird finger motions at me right now. Short neck. Well, at least this one has a neck, so they improve. <laughs> Plus one neck. My, my favorite part was weird. It was no more body or facial hair. Any hair on their head becomes like slick and patchy. Why is that his favorite part? I don't know. It's fucking weird. I think I know why. <laughs> because I'm bald? <laughs> <laughs> We weren't going there. We weren't going to say it. It's fine. (laughs) Their limbs elongate and their muscles bulge with webbed talons and a mouthful of needle teeth. Needle teeth, needle teeth. (laughs) I like needle teeth. That would suck to get bit by. Right? Yeah. It would. (laughs) So a couple things that I really like about them as well is that, you know, if they're in their, their crinos form, their Dagon form, they can actually be underwater indefinitely. You know, they can't just hold their breath for a really long time. They can literally stand in water the entire time. Um, and then, coincidentally, they're also on the eastern coast of the United States. So there's a lot of places where they're going to have overlap with, like, the freak feet and the balefire sharks. So if you was, you know, an enterprising and particularly cruel storyteller, you could create, theoretically, a hive that is, you know, filled to the brim with uh, some freak feet hives and the uh, Anurana singing Kumbaya and just... Uh, Eating you if you got too close. So, like, I kind of, I kind of like that idea of the the Anurana, like subjugating some freak feet. <laughs> <laughs> like you have a small, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to say sept, but you know, mm. of, of these these pretend were frogs <laughs> who are just throwing feek freak out like as minions. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like the uh, the then, time machine movie with Guy Pierce, where he's far in the future, and the really smart creature is like sending out all the little creatures at him. Sure. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I saw the movie. All these in the theater. So, but long well, time ago. Yeah. One last say. little thing here: they're not in. They're not vulnerable to silver, but they are immune to the delirium. You know, that's. I think that needs to be like a prerequisite. Agreed. Like if I'm science man. You know, uh-huh. prof- professor of unscience, and I'm working for Pentex. You know, I'm I'm part of the Project Lycian. That that's step one, because like, yeah, I'm going to make some designer shapeshifters to fight the Garu that will run away as soon as they see a Garu. Yeah, I mean, without fail, like all the mockery breeds are, with one exception, are immune to delirium, and they cause delirium in their their war form. Um, Obviously, you know, the Karasei, they have, they cause delirium in other forms besides that. But, um, and the Samsa as well, Samsa is a special case because. Oh, we'll, get well we don't this. know what any of those things are because we haven't talked about them yet. So we have to pretend we don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to those ones. They're all immune to delirium as a standard and they all cause delirium and their war form as a standard. Well, again, like, yeah, exactly. That's like, that's got to be step one. That's the first prerequisite. So, yeah, the, the upgraded toad monkeys to almost were frogs. <laughs> I, you know, I don't even think that's an upgrade at that point. They don't have a toad form. Right. Seriously. I know. Hey. It, it's, it, 
And like Danny's getting the blame for this, and I don't know why, but <laughs> it's just reading it's it. Swamp Man. Right? And, and Grant, what about frog pyres? Is that a thing you want to talk about? <laughs> so if you was going to make a Dracu toad, nice. you know, I would treat I would treat them the same way that you would do Rokea. They they get embraced and become this abomination, what? and they're just going around how, how just eating things as much as they as a can. Vampire, do you have to be to go? Hey, it's that frog thing. Let me bite it. I want my mouth on that. It's colorful. Why are you judging? I'm just saying. Why, why are you judging? Maybe he's looking for the next tie. Just saying. <laughs> That's that. That is again. You got all those tribes that look frogs almost to get that good nice enough. Head oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey. Frog legs are considered a delicacy. Delicacy. Delicacy in go. some parts. You you did talk about Chinese food earlier, so you could have sushi and frog legs. I do. Yeah. Oh my god, that really it tastes like frog. <laughs> Cut it out. All right, what are we moving to next? Maybe that's why. Maybe maybe the vampire's like, man, I could go for some chicken. Fuck it, there's a frog thing. That's close enough. Let me turn that into an umpire. Gross. Good enough. So it stays around forever. Toad. I like that. Dracutoad. Toad. Get with the program. Holy shit. <laughs> yes. Tom, what's next? All right. We'll move on to the SAMHSA. These are the cockroach shifters that have been deemed a failure by Pentex. Little Joe's apartment <laughs> action. Nice. <laughs> no one saw that movie. I no. saw that. Oh, I probably saw parts of that movie. Okay, so you're the other one. <laughs> I've seen... Parts of it a long time Jerry O'Connell didn't see that movie, and that motherfucker was it. They have one of the, yeah, I'm sure Charlie O'Connell is is just in heaven right now that you referred to them as the O'Connell brothers. <laughs> like, he's relevant <laughs> enough to be put with this. <laughs> okay, so the Samsa. <laughs> So, Project Metamorphosis aimed to produce the ultimate corporate espionage tool, a swarm-based shapeshifter that could infiltrate anywhere and immediately pass information back through the link shared by every member of the swarm. So, a hive mind. Exactly. <laughs> so, NDL's product marketing personnel sold the idea of an assassin concealed in a hundred different places in a room, waiting for a target to arrive before reforming into a single killing form. That's some canon films level pitching right there. That is, yeah, that is awesome. I like that pitch. Yeah, but then they turn the lights on and they all scatter anyway. I mean. <laughs> are they Canadians? Oh, another deep cut. <laughs> Wait, that's when the lights, that's when the lights get turned on. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, so unfortunately, the NDL scientist could not meet these goals, of course. They, uh, they made the Samsa a mind-shattered, eight-foot-tall, bipedal, cockroach-like thing that is utterly terrified of the dark. <laughs> Not the light. The dark. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, so we'll get to that. So uh, all Samsa, when creating, have the paranoia derangement and must choose a second derangement. Off to a good start. Oh, so Off if you're a creating a character. Yeah, if, okay. you're, if you're creating one of them, they must have at least the paranoid derangement and you pick whatever else you want for your second one. But <laughs> hold on. This gets worse. No, well, of course it does. It's mockery. They have, they have two breeds. They're Hamid and Metis. Um, only have two forms. Hamid and this is German. So bear with me. And Geisver. Sure. <laughs> I think it's pronounced Charybdis. 
Charybdis. Yes, we're gonna, we're gonna, yep. Uh, so Hamid, Samsa, and Charybdis have help. a disheveled and confused appearance and a feverish madness in their eyes. The Geisfer are a nightmarish eight-foot-tall bipedal cockroach with greenish-brown armored carapaces and clicking mandibles. Sweet. So obviously they're German form. They're <laughs> German form? <laughs> will inflict delirium, but these guys will be affected by delirium in Hamid. They are not this capable awesome. of stepping sideways, but will hear nearby spirits whenever they enter deep shadow or darkness. Thus, feeding that paranoia. Of course. That's what you need. Yes, this is awesome. <laughs> they, uh, they heal at the same rate as Garu. They're not vulnerable to silver, but insecticides cause ag <laughs> in their in their ungeyser form. So just hit them with the raid. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> uh, they never will. They never will suffer damage from radiation or toxic waste. And cockroach spirits will actually teach them gifts. It's, oh, is- see, that's a bigger deal. Yeah, this is this is where mm-hmm. it gets interesting, and I'm sure Grant, you're a huge deal. chomping at the bit to <laughs> oh, talk about how go go, to go redeem yeah these redeem guys. these guys. Go ahead, of course. So, chewing at the toilet paper roll like the cockroaches in the woods, right? So you have to think about the fact that their genes are pure. So Samsa can actually create kinfolk. They don't have any in canon yet, where any kinfolk family has been created. Um, but because their genes are pure, they can do that, and then. You know, you have cockroach as a totem. He's definitely taken these people into into his purview. He's like, yeah, these, these are an interest of mine. And if he has his way at some point in time, you know, he hedges his best. He's kind of for Gaia, but he's really for cockroach. And so if he has his way, he's going to be able to really facilitate these guys to become a true changing breed, to be basically his Ananasi, like the were spiders are to, uh, you know, Ananasa. See that's that that's exactly something I was going to bring up, is that um, if he could find a way to kind of unbreak them, there's some fucking trouble there. So the way that I think that he could really do it is because they have this this form of swarm life support, where if they are down to their last level of health, they kind of break apart into thousands of cockroaches, and then they scatter. And then the, the strongest cockroach eats all the other ones. And then that becomes the Samsa. Um, obviously he doesn't have like the memory that he had before. And there's some other little things that happen from that. He gains a new derangement too. Every time that happens, he gains a new derangement. Oh Jesus. So, but if he could somehow fix that mechanic where, you know, that one Samsa gets the ability to change into uh, a cockroach, because some of them can. They're, they're kind of hit and miss. Some of them have the ability to change into to a swarm. Some don't. Isn't it a gift? Yeah, it's like a Fomori power. Um, but if he could actually standardize that throughout all of the SAMHSA, and then they could start breeding um, as cockroaches. I mean, we all know how cockroaches breed. It would be insane. Be like Super Radkin, you know, times a thousand. All of a sudden, there's you know thousands and thousands of uh, the SAMHSA running around. Well, it's like it's like a, they say about cockroaches. If you see one. That's probably the only one there is. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what they say, right? That's, that's when you buy bottles upon bottles of raid, right? No, I, and um, and that's the thing, though, is you know, you talk you talked earlier about the idea of, of redeeming them toward Gaia, and I mean, you you know, as a catch off for all these these mockery breeds, but I don't see that happening this way, you know, because it's like it's like Grant brought up, you know, cockroach is a shrewd motherfucker. 
Yeah, you know, I could point to the Tribe Fall scenarios in the Apocalypse book, which someday we will. But, you know, with the Glass Walkers, essentially it was um, Cockroach just saw where the winning side was going to be. So he fucked off and changed teams. (laughs) He's going to survive. That's what cockroaches do. So, like, I can see Cockroach taking an interest, sending the Glass Walkers to go help and support and try to heal. And, you know, I'm going to use air quotes here, bring them into the fold. But not for Gaia. No. For, for, it just for Cockroach. Like, yeah, for Cockroach to have, you know, again, like uh, the, the Ananasi. Uh, but mm-hmm. if you fix, like, how do you fix them, right? Well, I'll bet the Weaver could fix them. Ooh. And if uh, if not, I'm sure the Weaver we can have lie Cyrus. about it. <laughs> so I'm Cockroach. I got this potential brood of shifters in my image. You know, how into that am I? Mm-hmm. And I'm not why I, you know, I got to sit down for a while, you know, to, to calm down before, you know. So in the weaver goes, hey, I can, I can fix them. I can unbreak them. I see the, I see cockroach fucking off and switching sides of the weaver. Yikes. You know what I would do? Yeah. I would grab a whole bunch of the Samsa and then I would take them to Herberus and then like get them right there on the verge of dying. So they shatter into like a thousand cockroaches and then throw them all into the, uh, you know, the river of silver. Eventually one of those going to come out here. I don't yeah, statistics. They're, Law of they're I don't know vulnerable to silver way. though. Yeah, silver's not going to do it. Yeah, anything. but uh, yeah, but the river verbus is is not just silver. It's a you know a spiritual cleansing. But only the Garu can reach Erebus, depending on your edition. See, depending on the edition, that's true. I mean, the, there's yeah, there's edition. You know, we're going to headbutt into that, but yeah. I mean, okay, I, I mean that makes maybe if they're Glasswalker buddies, step them out again. And yeah, they're the only ones who can learn gifts from spirits, so. So, yeah, I mean, there's already that lore there. Right. But, yeah, they can't get to the Umbra. They can hear the Umbra from the... Di- so, that's fun. <laughs> Hence why they're crazy. Right. I was going to say, yeah, but, yeah so, pushing that paranoia. But, I could, yeah, I could totally see this being a thing that shifts Cockroach away from Gaia into the arms of the Weaver. Because, theoretically, who else is going to be able to help fix that shit? Oh. Theoretically? Nobody. Yeah. I mean, the wild's not going to cure crazy. No. No, wild is crazy. Yeah, if anything, it's just gonna push it further. Oh, I, I just had a, I just had a hell of a chronicle idea just now. You could have your PCs be all Samsa, and what they're doing is they're going around hunting the Ananasi to do the skin changer ritual on an Ananasi to make them full Pharaoh. I'm all about cockroaches killing spiders. Just saying, cool. that's a weird fetish, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what the hell just happened? <laughs> But a cap on it, you know, <laughs> there is no cockroach colon, so you're not going to see any vampires embracing any Samsa. Aw. No, no, no Dracula roaches. Dracula roach? Roachula. Roachula. Oh, I want a Roachula now. <laughs> oh, boy. See, I was going the Twilight Angle. There's just I was saying, you know, the, the cockroach. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. There's, there's the clicking noises, except the t- yeah, getting in the way the, yeah, of the, the fangs. two fangs tinking together. <laughs> Oh, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> All right. Next. <laughs> All right. Uh, next is the urine. P? No, not the urine. The urine. Ur- Ye- oh, urine. I Y-E-R-E-N. You said urine. Okay. Ye-ren. 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 Not ye-ren. Right. Or ye stimpy. Okay. Nice. <laughs> been a long time for that one too jesus dude i made a joe's apartment reference i mean, I mean good point 
That made G.I. Jane sound topical. <laughs> See what happened there? Yeah, nice. Current <laughs> events, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> so the, the urine... And I'm assuming that's correct. Let's, what can you do? Sure. Doing my best here. Why not? Um, these were kind of the the ants, the project uh, Project Lycian's answer to the walkers slash bonars. They're the most advanced and successful of uh, NDO's research. These are uh, these are were apes. Okay, I was gonna ask. Like, well, I was clearly gonna tell you, Dan. I know, but like, <laughs> I was most... gonna be like, guess. <laughs> I mean, year ren. I don't know, <laughs> but they're they're designed to thrive in the city and hold an edge over the quote savage and primitive Garu. These guys made wear roaches. They're throwing stones. I don't know what. No, they're uh, throwing feces. <laughs> do they have a gift? They have a gift. Yes, they, they do. They actually do have a gift, a gift of feces throwing. Okay. Yeah. What the hell? I mean, they're apes. Yeah. You need a gift to throw feces? Well, it's tainted feces. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Can we continue? <laughs> we can. Um, these guys, I think, are kind of interesting, um, and I think, like the Samsa, I think they have of all of the mockery breeds the most potential for use. Um, they are naturally attracted to money and authority. They have a, a, a an appetite for greed. I mean, they blend in. You know, I mean, they can shift forms and sh- obviously, but they 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 find themselves. Um, creeping into like upper middle management positions of corporations. So the closest to the humans, the closest to human thought processing. Yeah. And, and greed. In fact. Power. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. In fact. Okay. Tell me one snuck on the board. Oh my God. In fact, you know, <laughs> Tom, <laughs> it's almost like you knew that. Almost. Um, NDL was split from Project Iliad and hidden away from uh, there. There's um, not Mike Dragon's Wrath. There's some other Black Spire on the board. I don't. It doesn't matter. Him. It doesn't matter. Not important. No, not at all important. But uh, he was uh, NDL was taken away from Project Iliad and become its own entity under the uh, board member Sir Frederick Appleton, who himself is a Yaren. Holy shit. So yeah, even the Pentex board. That's fucking cool. <laughs> right? And um, they want it all. It's money, it's power, it's respect, and they will backstab, undermine, lie, steat, shield, give it a name to get what they want. And they're already out there. Oh, we don't even know it. Right. <clears throat> or we shouldn't know it because we don't have access to the fucking books. Right. <laughs> Your characters certainly don't know it. Totally picturing a monkey in a monkey suit with a cigar. <laughs> Just chilling in a boardroom somewhere. Right? I'll give you better where the jacket's off and they got the suspenders. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly how yep. I'm picturing it. Yep. Oh, like a, like yeah. a Gordon Gecko with yep. this big old stogie. You're like... <laughs> Gordon Gorilla. Beautiful. Gordon Gorilla. Beautiful. There Perfect. it is. Yep. I was thinking uh, who framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Eddie Vellin? Eddie Vellin goes, nice monkey suit. And oh, he you're, was you're the talking bouncer. about the bouncer. Yeah, yeah the bouncer was a giant I, I think gorilla. both. That's, that's the two forms right yeah, there. Yeah, there's your two forms. <laughs> yeah. In which they only have the two forms, Hamid and Krynos. Okay, that makes so, sense. Their Krynos is probably huge, though. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> now, they can step sideways. Oh. This makes them a th- good threat. But they have to use fabricated reflective surfaces. So, like mirrors, chrome installations. You know, you look, you find a reflection in a pond, no good for them. 
Really? So a female urine with her compact will be able to shift whenever she wants to. Just looks like she's, you know, powdering her face. Exactly. <laughs> you know, they only have Hamid. They can't make medicine and entirely incapable of reproducing with primates. But again, they don't have a primate form. Kind of like the werefrogs. You have seen it, but these things are crazy. The reason why they can't reproduce like that is because they don't reproduce like other changing. They took a page from the Korax and they actually have a, uh, a right that reproduces uh, the urine. They don't actually, you know, do it the way the others do. Steal the stuff from the birds. Yeah, I mean, I was going to get there, but for sure they do. They have a um, they have a right. It's uh, it's a little complicated, or I mean, maybe not complicated, but it, it's it's not quite the spirit egg. Um, you know, they call it the shadow of the ape, and, and they they pass this on. Um, so this is more of a creation, as far than it, it's, reproducing. It's a four day bender. <laughs> well, this sounds fun. <laughs> Seriously, it, it's it's just debauchery. It's party to party, bar to bar, for four days, and they use their pr- prospects. Um, the you know during this time, the, the the prospect in question, you know, use and abuse anyone and everything they come across, lurching in and out of blackouts. You know, it it's stumbling in and out of the umbra during this. It's it's the the pledge, if you will, uh, will fuse his flesh and nature of his spirit together. And, and this this becomes this is how they're made. Part of it though is that, like it's also it ends in like a bloody rampage, and anyone, <laughs> yeah, okay. it, it, like but it ends in a bloody rampage no matter what because it's not a guarantee to succeed at this point. You know, anyone with any sort of important or altruistic goals mm-hmm. cannot become Yaren and will die in the process or be the victim of the bloody rampage. Mm. Jesus, so it's like you Christ. make it or you're broken. There's no middle ground. Four-day bender. That just sounds like a great time. Well, until the end, when you're devoured by were-apes, or you're a were-ape. <laughs> but I'm all for <laughs> the four-day bender. <laughs> Eat or be eaten. Right? Survival of the fittest. You know, um, you know, and they've spread. You know, they've spread around uh, throughout corporate America, and they're starting to branch out in other countries. But I think um, probably one of the worst things about these guys is that... Um, Worm spirits have kind of accepted the Yaren and, and into the pact so they can get black spiral gifts. Holy shit. And they have been specifically sponsored by uh, Rush Lab, the Faceless Eater. So they can gain any kind of spirit uh, gifts do, uh, dealing with corruption of man, city, consumption, and greed. Fuck. They have a fucking toolkit. You know, they're not vulnerable. And they're all gifts. Immune to delirium, obviously. What did you say, Grant? I said, and they have their own gifts. Yes. You know, they've developed their own. Yeah. Up to rank three so far. So these guys are really a threat. Yeah, they have a legit toolkit. And then, yeah, so you look at all that shit, and then to think the fact that they have now infiltrated corporate America. And that sounds like, eh, whatever. Oh, you say, like, you're, you're the guy no. in charge of the customer. But yeah, no, that's... No, humans, though, are, are a serious threat in the world of darkness. Right. And so to have this force that has infiltrated them... I'm going to have, I guess, more for themselves mm-hmm. than anything else, but themselves being alive with the worm, that's some dangerous shit. Yes. Yes, it is. That's, like, I thought just that the human aspect of them with the, the money, the power, the greed, that was dangerous enough. But now they're 
pretty much being aligned with worm and, and worm spirits that ooh, <laughs> this is yeah, this is this is an intelligent uh, ambitious mm-hmm. conniving greedy faction who just yeah. wants to take it all what a counter to the glass walkers what a boon for pentex the really scary thing as well is if you look at it um because they already have a worm totem that's that's you know taking them underneath this uh, coil so to speak yep. and as greedy and as corrupt as they are it is really not too much of a stretch to see them manipulating vampires to earn the embrace to become this uh weird you know dracula gorilla type thing to get that more and more power to to get their uh position over others magilla ferratu <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. You just fucking had to. Of course I did. Dracuzilla. Why Zilla? Why Godzilla? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It's not a lizard. Um, it's a monkey. monkey. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I was trying to think of what the big ape was. And I thought King, Kong? King Kong? There we go. Kongula? Shut up. <laughs> Kongula. There you go. It's truly frightening, though. You think you have a rank three year and that can shift back and forth from the Umbra and have their own thing of gifts. And all of a sudden, he makes the vampire as well. So, and because they've already got this worm totem, they're not going to lose any gnosis or any spiritual aspect because they already have that affiliation. So they're just going to go with it, just run and be more and more powerful. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're still going to lose gnosis. I don't see why they would. I think they're just, uh, yeah. I mean, why, why wouldn't the face of the cedar go ahead and replenish their their gnosis? Well, then getting more and not losing it are two different things. Like, there's a leak in my tire. I'm still losing air even when I put some in. True. But it's also arguable as what type of fair they are. Because they never were a guy in breed. And from what they've, the way they've been built, they're not redeemable. So because they were already inherently of the worm and inherently corrupt, you know, they're not going to lose this spiritual connection to corruption. Well, I see where you're going there. But, but, um, and like, I didn't write the book. But I had always assumed that the loss of Gnosis, and again, putting it from that perspective, is, is definitely food for thought. But I was for the Gnosis that, that they were losing them because they're dead. Not because Gaia don't love them anymore. Or that they don't love Gaia anymore. It's that they're, you're, you're dead. You're a corpse. And that's always how I saw that connection going through. It's an interesting way to look at it, though, from your point of view. Well, I'm going off of, like, in the Book of the Worm, where they talked about abominations and saying that um, the only way that they could regain genosis is if they get it directly from the worm. Um, so that, that's I'm seeing that as a precedent for if they were already embraced in the worm service, then it was already a foregone conclusion that that's where they would get their genosis from. It's uh, it's entirely possible. I mean, again, it's it's a it's a section or it's an avenue that I never really looked at, you know, so I hadn't considered before. So it's a good point. All right. So move on to what uh, this would be the last one, right? Well, you know, I, there's, we do have one more thing to talk about, but it's certainly Gannat, a mockery breed. No, 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 no. The, the last mockery breed. Oh, we that's right. We do yeah. have the one more. One more. I'm sorry. <clears throat> two more, technically. Well, what's it the one side of mockery? Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My bad. I, I, I forgot. I didn't get out. So the last of the mockery breeds were created as shock troops in Africa because the war wolves. Jesus, how did I forget these? <laughs> these are your favorite. I know. Really, are they? Yeah. Sweet. 
Well, these were they were created as shock troops in Africa because the war wolves were as low as intelligence they are, were drawing too much attention for Pentex. These are the Kursai, the were rhinos. It's fucking rad. <laughs> They're kind of badass. But again, the war wolves are drawing too much attention. So, so let's do something bigger. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's already a threat in Africa? Malaria. You are correct, yes, but... Elephant stampedes. Heat. Well, rhino stampedes. Dysentery. Yeah. But... It's a lot of credible threats. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. God, all right. <laughs> I get the fucking maybe, point, Maybe guys. just tell us, because yeah. we will be here all day. <laughs> so, now, Pentex is still working on a workable Hamid form of the Kursai here, but they are mystically weak compared to any of the other mockeries but they can still disguise their origins as worm creations. Weird. I think it's a bold statement to call them mystically weak in comparison to the other record. <laughs> like, that's a fucking statement. A little bit. But they are still a major problem for both sides of the Ahadi and Blacktooth War. Just both sides of this war, it's sure. a problem. Stampedes of where rhinos just destroying villages, getting in the middle of what's trying to be things fixed or and or corrupted or whatever. I'm just like, what the fuck? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Now, there are two breeds, either Rhino or Metis, but they do have three forms, which you know, it'd be the Glabro, the Krinos, or the Rhino. Again, equivalents here. So no, no standard Hamid. Their Pentex is working on a Hamid form. Just they haven't figured it out yet. Coming twenty twenty four. So the, the really frightening things with the, the Kerasi or the Kursai, it's a Swahili word. I don't know how to pronounce it. You know, so if someone knows Swahili, please let me know how that's actually pronounced. I mean K E R S A I. I've just we do our best. Yeah, Kursai. I'm so yeah. I'm going with it. I thought there was an A in there. I thought it was K E R A S I. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, um maybe. Like I say, it doesn't matter. Uh, these guys are very, very fertile. Like almost every single time they mate, um, they have, you know, they, they produce more of the same. Um, so if Pentex could really figure out how to make them homed, they could use that knowledge to backtrack with the other changing uh, mockery breeds and uh, make those guys a little bit more fleshed out as well. It's a really frightening uh, concept for them to make that, that scientific breakthrough to give them a homage form. No, I 100% agree. And I thought, and I think that's why they made such a big deal of it when they're saying that they're working on a Hamid form. Well, and just the, haven't figured it out yet. Right, and they're no slouches that they exist uh, currently either, right? Because they um, they have infiltrated the local rhino populations, and I say populations plural, because <laughs> there are different types of rhinos. Right. And they're in there fucking both ways. Correct. Now, they can heal, but they're not vulnerable to silver. But again, immune to delirium. They can't access gifts from spirits, but they use for Mori powers. Which is a little frightening. <laughs> yeah. Imagine what that horn would do. Well, how about this? Imagine like a, a rhino charging at you, and then like it's got two hands coming out the sides with like fucking machine guns. <laughs> or it like spits bellfire at you. Yeah, no thanks. While it's charging. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. 
It's got to slow down a bit because the spit's not going fast enough. It doesn't want to. <laughs> Maybe it sprouts wings That's or a, a scorpion tail. That would be crazy. This is shit Famor can do. Right, but they can still suppress their own worm taint. Which is even scarier. Yes. What the fuck? You know, I mean, you're, 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 you're walking, you know, you're just chilling out in Africa, blessing rains and... You see, you see this group of rhinos, and oh, it's just it's the rare scorpion-tailed rhino. Nothing suspicious here. <laughs> I don't smell any worm taint at all. Right? It's totally fine. Do you enjoy your Christmas down in Africa? <laughs> Christmas? Do they know it's Christmas time at all? I don't know. It's always hot. Oh, there's just no shame in this room. <laughs> Never. Wow. Never. So what I think is really frightening about them is because of their their proliferate, you know, mating, they've actually kind of bridged the gap between the white rhinos and the black rhinos. And there's more of them, of, of the kerosene, than there are just normal rhino populations in a lot of areas. So if you did have a pack in your table, they're going to go and they're going to, say, you had a, a, a kucha pack that's active with the Adi trying to take these guys out. There's going to be a lot of backlash with the mortal realm and with the humanity and the governments because you have these people going out killing a whole bunch of rhinos that they think are this almost extinct animal. Because, I mean, the only way you can tell that they're, they're a kerosene is if you see them in their beast form and you notice that their horn has a little bit of a red tint. You know, so Speak- it's really crazy the, the backlash that they could experience. Speaking of. How cool is that? The idea of taking uh, that horn as fetish material. Oh, shit. That would make a pretty badass fetish. But it'd be worm, though. You can, you can do a rate of cleansing? Yeah, I'm say you can cleanse it. You polish that horn hard enough. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that could have been a perfectly innocent I, statement, Grant. Well, get your head out of the gutter. Right. What's your problem, I mean, sir? I, I could, Yours are no one it, else's. It, it, I'm a 40-year-old man. My head's always in the gutter. <laughs> they probably blamed that on him. Yep, yeah. that was perfect. <laughs> My laugh didn't help, though. Yes, sir. <laughs> Taking into account the fact that black spirals love to kill their allies as well. I mean, I could see Zizak being like, you know what? I want some rhino horns on my badass whip. Now, come on over here. Let me help you out real quick. That is a sentence. That and is. Then, and you know what? That's what she needs. Yeah. Yeah, just I what she like, Yeah. She's, you know, she's not... She's not strong enough. I think we need to get her like 30 of those horns and just coat, coat her little dominatrix outfit with, with the with the horns so she could be like a spiked dominatrix, rank six, green dragon affiliate. She says, that's enough. That can level the playing field. No, you, you, you need to take one step forward and let her be embraced as an abomination. Just go all the way. Whoa. You know, I don't think that would work. And, and by that, I mean, I think the vampire fangs would break on her skin. <laughs> <laughs> kind of with you on that one. <laughs> She's the one. That ain't going to work. I don't know why that's the voice I chose. That's fine. <laughs> I like that idea, though. I think that's fucking cool. Using the horn as fetish material. Right. What I, said, I, I, I think they're cool, like, uh, in general, though. I like that idea. I mean, it's essentially rock steady. Yeah, yeah. So you just got to get Rocksteady together. Get it, get a Kerosene together with a Grinder. You got Bebop and Rocksteady. Bring back the Owl, and then there you go. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you have a Ratkin in there already built in for Splinter. 
<laughs> Danny's all for this. I, I, you know, I'm not saying it. <laughs> you don't need to. No, I don't need to. Cowabunga. Sure. I mean, but that, that, those are now the mockery breeds. Yeah, this is 2022 Booyaka Shop. Come on now, get with the program. Cowabunga's the 80s. Do you, do you have a stroke? <laughs> is, Grant, is, is there a doctor out there? I'm sure there is. Michelangelo's new catchphrase Oscar. from the uh, hey. from the latest show is Booyakasha. Well, Bushikawa to you too, my friend. Yeah, sure. Um <laughs> So while while we are out of mockery breeds to talk about, and again we you know we we go back real quick to you know store ideas for for our, our rhino friends, you know you could do obviously any number of ahadi stories. Grant brings up the idea of like the government's getting involved because these rhinos are dying, <laughs> or what if something is fucked up? Is some organization that feels like it's doing the right thing, or better yet, um, a zoo? And one of these gets tranked and tagged in the wild to go oh, to a zoo or no. something. Oh, I, you're the fucking glint in your eye. And now eye you've got were happened. rhinos in like the San Diego Zoo. Bad day, right? That's Central a Park Zoo, get bad one. day. Ooh, you know. And then, but there you go. And then it's like, what do you do with it? Is it is it going to start a rampage? It could. For me, that's a little too flashy. That that I, I think they would be smarter about it. Mm-hmm. But maybe they wouldn't. Or, you know, maybe, obviously, maybe uh, Pentex wants their shit back. Oh. And so they're going clandestinely to, to, to get their fucking product, uh, their property back. But, yeah, something like maybe the Central Park Zoo, where now they're pissing distance from a cairn. Mm-hmm. Boots on ground. They're not here for the Garu. They don't know about the Garu, but we can't just let this happen. Damn. And maybe, meanwhile, the Glass Walkers... Learning that this is, you know, these are rhino shifters that were grown in a lab. That we want this thing for research to see if we can reverse engineer it or make a quote cure or something that could just take these out full stop in mass. Damn. Just, you know, a couple of thoughts. Oh, I love when we do these story scenes like that. It's so fucking cool. It's, it's, it's good. Exercise. On the more positive aspect, <laughs> on the more positive aspect, you could also also go with them uh, trying to find a totem spirit to redeem them for Guy as well. You know, I'm not sure if the Rhino spirit has fallen to the worm completely. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I can't remember all the spirits and where they align. No, it's all, it's but I believe fun. I believe that currently the Rhinos are still in line with Gaia until they lose the last ones and then they would fall. So I could see them a pack of guru racing to save the rhino to keep the rhino capital R from falling to the worm and maybe using the, the kerosene to, to hedge, you know, to, to shim up those weak spots and to, to give that totem a little bit of a boost. That's entirely possible. I mean, also, also a decent idea, you know? Uh, it, yeah. It's fun to play with these. Yeah. I, I love when we do these stories, these, cause it's, if anyone ever takes these ideas and actually puts them in their own stories, please let us know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's here. You know, uh, send us an email, uh, rageacrosspodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear them. Yeah, that'd be nice. I know CJ with his Wild West game has been taking ideas and hints here and there. Curious to see where he goes with some of this stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's unrelated, but yeah, he um, they had their first, as of this recording, uh-huh. they had their first Wild West game. Uh, it's, a, it's a second Wild West game he's running on our Discord. And um, I sat in on that. That was pretty cool. I want to see CJ use what we're about to talk about in his game. I aggressively. I can just imagine them now. 
I can just see them now with uh, some pistolier belts and uh, just going through, throwing Cadbury eggs at people. All right, we're just going to go right into it. Huh? Oh, might as well. <laughs> I, you know, I was looking, I was searching desperately for a proper segue. But if you're going to make the left turn at Albuquerque, we might as well just get into it. Because <laughs> we got one more thing to talk about today. And that is, of course, the Lepix. Which, as of this recording, just came out last Tuesday. Yeah, Tribook Lepix came out on the Storyteller's Vault, written by some, I, I don't know, I don't remember who, some clown. <laughs> some, some fucking guy. Yeah, Grant, do you remember what, what fucking guy wrote this thing? Uh, I mean, you know, he kind of has a weird accent. He's from the South, and, you know, seems like he's a know-it-all at the damn time. I don't know. You should buy it anyway and see how he does. Yeah, Colonel Sanders came here. And, and wrote, <laughs> well, I'd like to make a little, uh, an, I don't know about announcement, but, like, let's let's kind of preface this and say this started off as a joke. Well, let's take a further step back because uh-huh. we, we're, we're, we're joking about it like everyone already knows. Which, I mean, so they the should because it just came out. <laughs> so the Lepics are the were-rabbits. Right. Guy is midnight snack. <laughs> There we go. There's the joke. <laughs> yes, which started on our own Discord, you know, uh, over the RA Discord. You know, again, ragecrossinternet.com. You can get the link there. Come hang out with us. And uh, and Grant, you you took this idea. And um, well, you hit me up and you said, hey, I want to explore this. How, how do you? Is that cool? <laughs> <laughs> but again, started off as a joke. And this was your idea. Yes, this was, this was my joke. This, 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 yeah, this was your joke. It was... Gaia's Midnight Snack. And and Grant <laughs> took that concept. And ran with it. Yep. And we, we've, I mean, we've contributed on this. He jumped with it. But Grant, Grant, yes, he did. He, he, yeah. he took the concept and he, and he hopped the fuck away with it. Hoppity. <laughs> <laughs> the guy just tunneled down into that concept. <laughs> took that left turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> did a Peter Cottontail, went down that rabbit trail is what I did. Nope. So tell us a little bit about the Lepix grant, seeing as you literally so, wrote the book on them. <laughs> so, I mean, as we spoke about, um, you know, they're the, they're the were rabbits. Um, and I wrote the book as not being serious. They're, they're not a serious Farah. And the joke come about as everyone kind of seeing that all these people are, are creating these random were breeds to throw into the vault and of every different animal known to man. And so in it being like, well, at this point, there's more changing breeds than people on the material plane. So well, how, how would we feed them all? Well, shit, let's make a changing breed for that too. So that's what we've done. We've made the were bunnies, which is there just to feed the other pharaoh. And uh, so based on the book, I have them that they are all wiped out uh, during the War of Rage. Um, either the Grinder ate them all or the Guru ate them all. It's your choice. You, know, you, you take, that, uh, take that as you will. Um, and to just layer the, the puns and to layer the stories and jokes into this, so in game, in universe, you know, the were bunny are a valid serious changing breed when played. If you're playing the Lycanthrop, the Rapture, Black Tog Game Factory in game, in universe of uh, Werewolf the Apocalypse. Super meta. So yeah. we have gone <laughs> down the rabbit hole. All the way down. All the way down. As far as the rabbit hole goes. Right. And, and this I love, is the inception of the world of darkness. Yeah, and see, I love the, <laughs> those, those little concepts. And like, okay, fine, I'm a little partial here. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, the the, the Lepics were created because guy was like, just stop eating these. This is a bummer. 
Like, I like the deer. Eat this. Stop eating the deer. <laughs> Just only eat this shit. Have some rabbit. Or the idea that the War of Rage was secretly caused by someone bogarting all the Lepics. Oh, that's a good story, see? <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, you know, the Grandeur, they were just bogarting the Lepics, not letting anybody have any. So, yeah, of course it's going to cause some problems. It's <laughs> an awesome idea. Right. That's what caused the it's, War it's of the Rage. the secret truth behind the War of Rage. <laughs> Somebody ate all the snacks. <laughs> but, Grant, I mean, you really went full tilt on this. Um, you know, there's a, a full set of gifts. There's some history. There's, you know, there's, there's shit in there. There's some NPCs. If there are some NPCs, aren't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I noticed that, you know, you have some April Fool's comes out every year. You have a cover of a book, but it's it's not real, right? It's just a little little bit of a spoof, a little bit of a joke, like the, the Where Hummingbirds by, by Ian Hogan. Like, it's hilarious, um, but it's not an actual book. So you can't go into the story to evolve and get that. Um, and even then, I wanted to make the joke have a little bit of meat on it. You know, not everybody, and when I first brought the idea up in Discord, there were people that really wanted me to write a serious book on the Olympics. They wanted me to go full tilt into it and make this their own changing breed yeah. um, prior to the Savage Age and, and all that. And I felt that was against the, the spirit of the joke overall of what we were trying to get at. And, uh, but I wanted to give them kind of like an olive branch uh, or, you know, the end of a carrot, so to speak. So, yeah, I mean, after, you know, you give them that carrot branch, I was going to say that, you know, I gave them some real gifts, uh, some real form stats and, and actual uh, builds of how I would have built them if I was going to build them for serious in the Savage Age to be utilized back then or even into the modern era. So I really went full tilt in, into getting that that depth there so that if someone wants to utilize them uh, in a more serious matter uh, versus the, the meta on meta matter that, that I've made it, then they can actually do that. Meta on meta on meta. Oh, it is. It's super meta. <laughs> it, it, you know, it's it's a lot of fun. And, and I mean, it's uh, we did we did throw an ad out for it. And it yeah. came out. It came out on April Fool's Day, which was the plan. Um, unfortunately, and like Grant brought up, um, we posted ours. And, you know, we post, you guys listen, we post our shit early. Yes. You know, it's like 4 a.m. And I'm, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't up yet. And I've got those ads pending in some of those Facebook groups. And um, lo and behold, as the day marched on, mm-hmm. you had four or five joke, you know, again, like Ian Hogan's hummingbird thing. And I'm like, oh, oh we, no. weren't, we weren't the only ones. <laughs> well, but like, this is a real book. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, here we are. You know, Lepix did, in fact, launch last week, but uh, it still exists. It, it does exist. It's a real thing. Yeah. It's not just a joke. Right. It's, I mean, it is a joke, it's a but joke. it's a real thing that you could really use. But it's also a real joke. Right. <laughs> it's, there's a book there. <laughs> it's a joke, but it's not a joke, but it's also a joke. Right. Because it's There's meta. Many layers that's in the meta. Tricks are for kids, goddammit. Because tricks are for kids. It's, it's like an onion. There's just so many layers to yep. it. Though that's not. It's like a carrot. There's. I, <laughs> okay. There's no way to go with that. I, no, I see really why you isn't. didn't. Yeah. I, I, I support your decision now. <laughs> and we support your decision to go check out Lepix. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely buy yeah. Buy, buy, buy several copies. Go use our affiliate link. <laughs> use our affiliate link and buy several copies. This way, everybody benefits. I'm gonna say, what do you get it on there for? Like three yeah. bucks? There, Grant. Yeah, I've got it for two ninety five, and honestly, I would charge even less. Um, except I did commission all of the artwork um, by, from Dylan Haney, who's who's a fantastic guy, um, does fantastic art, 
So I'm just trying to pay the man, you know, and, and get him what's coming to him financially because, you know, art's not, art's not free. It's not cheap. Yeah, that artwork. So, so it works. <laughs> it's actually for quote unquote, it being a joke. Some of the artwork is fantastic. Yeah, some serious fucking art in that book. Yeah. <laughs> And you know this is a yeah, this is a fun little collaboration, I, I guess you could say. Is mm-hmm. that fair to say, Grant? Between uh, us that's and you, fair. I mean, it's your idea. I just ran with it. So yeah, definitely. That's what happens when uh, the four of us here put our heads together. I guess so. <laughs> that's or a when statement. you put your head together and we like, yeah, we like that idea. Grant should do it. <laughs> <laughs> that was and go shockingly accurate. I was gonna. <laughs> You're welcome. I was going to try to spread that around. It's cool. I, I threw a few nuggets of things in there. That's true. It's all fun and games. Hey, um, I got to ask. Maybe this gets cut because I haven't looked at the final yet. Did Sour Paw make it? Was it Sour Paw? S- Sour Paw did make it. Nice. Um, so, or Sour Foot. Sour Foot. Not Sour Paw. Sour Foot. That's even funnier. Yeah. So... Um, the, the NPC ideas that I went back and forth with you all, I did flesh them out a little bit. Um, I didn't go too in depth because you know I'm not really making any money off the book, so I'm not going to do a full character write up on, on each one of the NPCs. Certainly. Um, so they have about a paragraph per NPC that you know gives you the basic idea of what we we're running with, um, and you know it's really really funny. And I looked at it from the, the whole Sourfoot as the other Lepics being mad at him. Because you know he lost the race to that damn turtle. Mm, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he wasn't fucking around. No, he was. Danny. <laughs> no, he was not. <laughs> so, so uh, before I forget about the Olympics, one thing that I, I don't know if I really specified in the book. I mean, I know I did, but I want to make it really clear for everyone that actually buys it, listens to the podcast. Like, so the the Olympics. The way they breed, because I know it's really important for the rabbits, um, they are 100% fertile. When they breed, they're going to have lepics, period. There is no homid form. There is no bunny form. Um, and then the minute they get pregnant, they shift into their near beast form, and that's how they are when they're pregnant and when they're born. So the entire time. So Thumper? In his book. Super Thumper. Super Thumper. Super Thumper. from uh, Super Thumper. Yeah. With short little ears. Um yeah, because that's where they were back in the uh, the prehistoric times. That's what rabbits look like. That's the only creative common picture that's actually in the book. All the rest of the artwork is original by Dylan. Um, so that's the only thing that I, I chose to scouch through the internet to find an example of what this creature actually looked like. Because it is based on a real creature. The, the uh, Narulagus rex was a real animal that is the ancestor of the rabbit. Um, and the terms for their different breeds are actual science terms for different rabbit forms. Um or rabbit-like, like the one for their crinos form is Latin for rabbit-like. So I did put more thought into it than it initially seems. It, it's definitely, I'm, I'm rather proud of it. And I think it's quite funny. Um, so yeah, look out next year because I'm probably going to do a follow-up looking at the Lepics from another side. I'm excited for that. No, that'll be a good time. So that again, to sum that up, try book Lepics. It's on the Storyteller's Vault. Go check it out. It's a lot of fun. Um, and that is our time for today. So, Grant, thanks for coming back, buddy. I, I really appreciate it. You know, I always like having, uh, stopping by and having fun and, and joking and talking about different werewolves and different things from werewolf and the other uh, parts of the world of darkness. So, I mean, we need a rate episode, damn it. Just, that's just saying. You're no. just saying that so you can get to number 10. We get it. Yeah, shit, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs>
It's a werewolf podcast. I mean, right? So anyway, if Grant will let me end the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, thanks again for showing up, Grant. Um, you know, on behalf of all of us here at Scratchwell Studio and fuck it, see Grant Rose too. We want to say thank you for listening. Go check out Lepix. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Keep your claws sharp and a swivel. We'll see you later. Actually.